We can do anything if we put our minds to it. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Oh, man. You put your mind to it, you can do anything in this world. It's damn heartburn. You got some Tums or something? Tum, 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 tums. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Oh, and the shot didn't help. No, it didn't. But we had to keep uh, traditions going because it's a new year, new me. No, oh, fuck but that. But same us. Fuck that bullshit. New year, new <laughs> me. I'm just going to be... It's going to be the same OG. Yeah. You already know. All right. Well, fuck it. What's up, y'all? This is Tressie. Oh, and this is Cedric. And we're through the crate. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip-hop lens. Let's get to it. Let's do it. Um, If you guys haven't noticed, it's a new year. It's a new year. 2018. It's finally arrived. It has arrived. Uh, And there's been a lot of music and shit that's happened since the last time you've heard about from us. Uh... Yeah, thanks again to everybody who showed up to the recap. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. awesome. That was a that was a lot of fun. I, I did not expect to have so much audience participation. Like I thought a lot of people would be shy, and I'm very happy that they weren't. Definitely weren't shy. They were not shy at all. A lot of opinions being had and yeah, shared, exactly. uh, which is what this whole thing's about. Exactly. Conversation. But that was awesome. That was fun. <coughs> um, and now we're back. And unfortunately, Ben can't be here. You know, he's a regular on the podcast. Our co-host, but uh, you know he's in our prayers. He's here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you're like the man is no. sick or something. Like he didn't hey. die, but <laughs> <laughs> not yet. That's why you got to keep him in your prayers. <laughs> exactly. Just kidding. Let's yeah. not start these rumors. Exactly. Ben is fine. He'll ben is back. fine. He'll be back for the next one. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and talk about some music that has come out recently. Let's, yeah. Because there's been a shit ton of. Th- things that have dropped since our last podcast. I mean, yeah, like a bunch of stuff dropped at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, there's been a few things that have dropped this year so far. But it's it's that weird little gap of, like, music that doesn't get talked about because... Or, like, movies that don't get talked about because they come out around award season and right. you just you just never hear about shit that comes out December, early January. Right. And I think another thing with it is, like, you know, people... They're not doing much during that time. Like, I don't know why. Like, like I guess for the podcast, like we're not recording or, or like you constantly. Know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we have, we take our fucking vacation because we're recording all throughout the year. We take our fucking vacation from it, and then we come back to just a ton of BS. A ton of stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, random stuff that came out <clears throat> that I think I may have like listened to a little bit. Um, uh, what was it, Quavo and, uh, and oh yeah, uh, Travis Scott had a project Huncho, that came Jack out. And Jack Huncho? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the. I didn't listen. That to was it. something. <clears throat> that was something. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> it's damn heartburn. No, I. Oh, I uh, I listened to it. Um, there was like maybe a few songs on there that were cool, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ben may have been onto something when he was talking about uh, Mr. Offset. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. He did well. I, well, obviously, I wasn't really on it. I mean, it was it was. I mean, oh yeah, I'm sorry. It was uh, Quavo. It was Quavo. Yeah. So I was I was expecting a lot, but it was it wasn't super like oh my god, this is amazing, this is incredible. It was just kind of like okay, yeah, all right, interesting. Yeah, and you would think that like that would be a good project because of how both of them are very. Um, I mean, both of them use the auto tune. Yeah, and I mean, and both it was, of them are very like they are, have like their own specific lanes. It was anticipated mm-hmm. for the new school. It was like the, the two leaders of the new school. 
Yeah. But I mean, what? Future and uh, Young Thug did a tape and it, it didn't yeah. really do that. That so didn't well do well either. So, so it's, I guess, when you're like in those lanes, I guess you probably shouldn't do Like, it's just, that's a zero, 0 for 2 for both of those types of projects. Yeah. You know? So maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> Don't team up with the person that sounds like you or right. is close to you. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, team up with someone who sounds nothing like you. Mm-hmm. Like a like a big Sean and Janae. I don't know. Uh, oh wow! I feel like you're you're taking shots. What's going on here? No, there's no shots. You know, I mean, there was another song that came out. Uh, actually, we found out that uh, Kendrick Lamar is doing the um, uh, Black Panther soundtrack. Yes, we did. That's some good news. Oh, by the way, there's no structure to this podcast today. Everybody, you're just gonna listen to us talk. That's basically it. But you kind of do. Isn't that what we do every week? I feel like it is. But, you know, I just want to tell them that we, I don't know, not tell them, but you guys know we haven't been recording for a couple weeks. And so we got to get back into the swing of things. So we're just going to bounce all over the fucking place and you're going to love it. But anyway, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, they're doing the fucking soundtrack. I thought that was dope as shit, though. I like it. I like the idea of having Kendrick Lamar and TDE produce that whole thing. You it's know, just so black all around. It, it, I fucking it, love it. it. It is, you know, and with the pre-sale record for a Marvel film, yeah, um, which is huge. I feel like at this point, the the movement of you know black power and black excellence and yeah. empowerment has finally reached the point of being commercially successful as well. So yeah. so companies can now be like, oh shit, this this black thing is. Is actually making me money, so we'll probably see more of it right. moving forward, which, which is great. You know, I mean, we gotta try to do what we can with our pocketbooks, right? <laughs> to support each For other, sure. you know. Exactly. So it's good to see, um, and it's and, it, and it's good to see that there's a message behind this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, at least, hopefully, there is. That's why they got Kendrick, right? And by the way, we're gonna go see it with uh, Keisha and John. If you want to come, oh snap! Yeah. That's been like we made that date like months ago. <laughs> it's a must see. Yes, yeah. So it's we're gonna, definitely must see. Yeah, I mean his his name on uh John's name on social media is T'Challa. So <laughs> perfect. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so that that's cool stuff. And they they also dropped uh I guess these two songs. Yeah, there's two. Uh, the Kendrick and Scissor track. All the stars. All the stars. Which was a great vibe. I liked it. Um. It was very different. It was a lot different than what I thought it was going to be coming going into it. I didn't think it was going to be as popish. Oh, it's definitely popish. You know? But it's it's for a soundtrack, you know? Yeah, so exactly. you kind of have to you got to go in that lane. I mean, you know. Oh, by the way, did I tell you I'm hungover? Oh, really? Yeah, I'm slightly hungover. In the afternoon still. It must have been a great day yesterday. Well, I mean, you know, I went to a wedding yesterday. But anyway. Open bar wedding? Yeah, open bar. And I was having, unfortunately, Jack and Gingers all night. But it was Jack free. and Ginger. Yeah. Whatever. It's a pair made in heaven. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Um, sorry, all back. All the stars are closer. All the stars are closer. <clears throat> sorry, we're going on tangents it, and shit. It's definitely a good vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, I feel like you have a butt coming on. No, no, no. It's not really a butt. It's just. It's it it's not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um but it works for for a soundtrack. For a soundtrack, yeah. And you know, uh because TDE is usually known for, 
you know, most of their artists are more known for like concept albums. Yeah. You know, albums that flow to where mm-hmm. it's a complete album. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of the reason why they got Kendrick in and TDE involved in this was because, because it's a concept. They can make a whole concept album based on this movie, you know, it's a soundtrack. So, mm-hmm. you know, they have the the first single, and then they had uh, uh, J-Rock release a single, uh, King's Dead, uh, with Kendrick mm-hmm. and Future. <clears throat> Mike Will. And James on, Blake. And, and, and James Blake, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Will's on the production, you know. Dude, so there's like several people on the production. It's insane. Let me tell you how many people. There are <coughs> one, two, three, four people on the production. I know it's not uncommon for more than one person to produce a track, but I think that's a little much. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm hating. I mean, who knows who contributed what? Maybe one yeah. guy did the drums. One guy did the drums. One di- guy. You know, there's like... there's that transition in there. Maybe somebody really helped put that transition together. Exactly. I again, I've only heard it once, and that was before <laughs> this. So, <laughs> with I mean, from what I heard, just uh, on one listen from a phone, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Wow. Full disclosure here. Yeah. Totally. First first impression. Yo, I've been busy. I've I don't know if these people know, but I'm I'm I basically have two jobs and this podcast. She has two jobs and a podcast. Yeah. So Cedric has to inform me of things sometimes. And he did. So I appreciate it. There's some it. things there's some stuff going on, you know? It's um, all happening. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Justin Hunt. <laughs> anyway. Uh, um Eminem dropped some music at yeah, the end of last year. I mean, if that's what you want to call it. Oh, <laughs> see, you know what? I'm gonna work on getting us a fucking soundboard. I'm I just, put I'm some just, shots fired. I, I'm just saying, you know, we did take a couple shots before the podcast, so yeah, I figured we did. I had to return the favor. So, um, it, it, Mr. Eminem, it's like we're, all, but they know we're always drinking anyway. Mr. Eminem did a an, an episode or an episode, huh? An album that was just, eh. yeah. Not one of the best things I've heard ever. Probably mm-hmm. one of the worst. Um, I don't know. It's hard for me to even speak on it because I only listened to it once. I didn't even but get that through was, the whole thing. That was about the best I could do. I appreciate the content, but I'm not, I don't appreciate it sonically. <laughs> and then I heard, no, it just, it was, it was, it, first of all, I have a problem with Eminem singing. And I hate when he sings. Like I almost I'll, always have, yeah. I mean, I've always had a problem yeah. with him singing. And that's why I stopped listening to it as music. It's every tolerable, time, though, on some on, I mean, It's on never some of tolerable the... for me. Yeah, never. I mean, <laughs> ever. Like, I can't do it. I'm sorry, I mama. appreciate... Yeah. I never meant to make you have it tonight. Yeah. Okay. It's him that singing. Song, yeah, that's right. Fine. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Right. That's fine. There's some. It's just... But I don't click... Um, no, because it's super high. Like, I'm up here... <laughs> I just want to tell you I'm going to kill you, Kim. Like, I don't know. Like, shit, like, like it's it's hella high, and, like, he's... I can, like, I, I imagine him having his veins pop out of his neck as he's singing it up there. Like, I don't know. Black just, boy, black boy. You're a rock star. I don't know, man. It was like, just... I get it. I understand the the social climate we're in now. Right. And, and so I appreciate I, him as an ally, but at the same time, yeah, I oh man, yeah, you just, just you delivered a shitty product. You know, I've in 
there's been a lot of talk about it, but it, it, it seems like there's a lot of yes men. Around him? Around Apparently him. Rick Rubin had to do with the production of this. So... Gotta be a yes Don't man. understand that. That's probably why he had a lot of, like, these, like, rock-ish type of beats. Which makes sense. I mean, you, you know, know, Rick Rubin's done a lot for hip-hop. Yeah, he does. Um, I mean, he's a great, like, mentor to people, too. But... He's drums mentor. When you put a project together like that, somebody needs to tell Eminem, bruh, try again. Yeah. Stop. Don't. Don't do this. Right. That's true. That is true. You know, in the late, great, you know, everyday struggle, <laughs> Joe Budden happened to have an opinion. R.I.P. <clears throat> R.I.P. You, you know, know, I will say this. That show was great when it first started. Not first started. Like, when it... Like, after the first few episodes... Once when they, they hit started, their stride, yeah. Once they got their chemistry, it was great. I still fucking hated a lot of the shit that DJ Academic... Uh, academics had to say, and I fucking hated uh, slightly some of Joe's, but I'm I'm gonna miss being able to you know ch- tune into that show a little bit. You know, Aww. I'm gonna miss it a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. But I also am kind of happy because I mean, if I'm if I'm, if I'm thinking from a a podcast perspective and like a strategy perspective, like that's one motherfucker down. So we can call the fuck up. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, I sorry. Mean, if, if if you look at it that way, uh, <laughs> I don't know. We we'll, we'll, we never know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I do miss Joe just having those daily random rants because there would be some gems in there. There would, you know, and. And one of those gems was if you could his sift critique. through his bullshit, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he he had some words for Eminem, and you could tell <clears throat> throughout the whole, you know, when the whole rollout happened, mm-hmm. he was hopeful. He was hopeful. He was, you know, the first single came out, he was hopeful. He didn't yeah. shit on it. You know, the track listing came out, he was not happy about it, mm-hmm. but he was still somewhat hopeful. Um, and he was, but he was also telling the truth when he talked about it. Yeah. Um, one thing I disagree with them about on is Walk on Water. I actually don't mind the song. They just hated it because there was no drums. No, he didn't he didn't hate Walk on Water. If you actually go back and listen to the episode, yeah. he, he didn't hate on Walk on Water. It was the second one. Oh. Uh what Untouchable? was the second one? Um, yeah, he yeah, said Untouchable was trash. Yeah, I can't even remember that. He one. he definitely called that one trash. I liked Walk on Water, <clears> but I'm also like I love emotional music. And that's why I think I, I like a lot of artists like Kendrick Lamar and a lot of people that, like, give you passion, pain, happiness. Like, that's probably why I like Pharrell a lot. You know what I'm saying? Just, a, you know, that emotional music that evokes emotion. That's that, that type of shit. But you got to make it sound good. Exactly. And I, that's why this this fucking project, Revival, I couldn't get through it. Like, I want to hear what you're saying, Eminem. I haven't listened to an Eminem project in years because of that. I mean, his last few albums haven't been great, but I mean, I feel like we had this just, talk before about, you know, mm-hmm. do you want your artists to just, like, keep making records forever and ever and have them always oh, be yeah. relevant? Or are they just going to... Would you rather just be them mm-hmm. in? I think, <clears> yeah. <throat> I, I mean, to be honest, I'm not even sure what I want. I don't, I don't care, to be honest. Like Eminem, I, I I respect your 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 skill, and you'll always be a top rapper. 
or top, you know, lyricist, but because you change the game and a lot of people try and rap like you. Um, but at the same time, I'm not a big fan of your music. I mean, what? Big Boy put out a record last year, and he's he's an OG. Yeah. You know, we enjoyed that one. I yeah, didn't that like, one. I didn't go back to it a hell of a lot. Me either. But I didn't hate it. I went back to Kill Joe a lot. That song is hard as fuck. It's hard as fuck. Like, Kill Jill is a hard-ass fucking song. Um, but yeah, sorry. Sorry, Em. Yeah, just ugh. And then, you know, he comes out with the Chloroseptic remix. Oh, yeah. Supposedly taking shots at Joe Budden. It's like, at this point, you're just trying to... And then Bizarre gets in it. A lot of this, to me, just has me feeling like, like it's all just for, for show. Right. A lot of it's for show. You know, with the... Everyday struggle being over. Now Joe Button's name is buzzing. You know, and now... Now everybody want to hop on that. Everybody wants to hop on that, right. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to hop on that wave because you can say something about Joe Button and it just... It, it, you, uh, the internet rings. But you know what? I think we got to give props to Joe Button for that, though. That motherfucker has reinvented himself mm-hmm. several times. And for he sure. was the start of this internet shit, to be honest. Like, a lot of these motherfuckers are just... Look- with his podcast. His, his podcast. His podcast. Joe Button really TV on. was a long time, like, thing. Excuse me. I used to watch it back in the day with him and Tahiri. Like, he was... And, and I, used to, I used to actually like his music. Like, I bought a Slaughterhouse CD. Yeah, Slaughterhouse was the shit. <laughs> I remember... Oh, I remember I bought it and you came in my... You, we were in my Honda and we were bumping that shit. <laughs> Slaughterhouse, dude. We came a long way, bro. Slaughterhouse was the but shit. Yeah, Slaughterhouse was the shit, you know what I mean? And... At the same time, I mean, like, Joe Budden's making his own money, obviously. And Slaughterhouse ain't doing shit for him, so Shady ain't doing shit for him. Like, he's got, he's got, and he's making, he's making a living off of being honest. He also seems to be like a, um, not an Uncle Tom, but what, what the, not an Uncle Tom, sorry. I was never, I would never say Joe. What are you trying to say? I'm, I'm trying to say that he, like, um, he warms up, he, he wants to warm up to the quote unquote right people. So, like, what I, the, the feeling, I don't, this is a tangent that I don't need to Do go it. on. Go. But the, the feeling I get from him is that, like, with, with a Post Malone, like, he, he didn't want to, like, oh, reprimand him for yeah. his <clears throat> shit that was going on because Post Malone, one, is hot. Two, right. you know what I mean? Like, he likes to keep. He said he smelled good. Hmm? He said he smelled Exactly. And it's probably because he smells like weed or some shit. But the motherfucker smoke cigarettes. But Joe smokes cigarettes, too. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Nobody that smokes cigarettes smells good. I'm just telling I mean, you that right now. <laughs> Joe came a long way from, you know, chasing some Drake fans down the street with rocks <laughs> and a busted up, you know, uh, yeah. wife beater yeah. to where he is now, you know. Yeah. Happy yeah. New Year's with Diddy, you know. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, props to him. Um, but I, but he, all, every, all jokes aside, Joe Budden is, I think, something that's good for the culture right now. Like, it seems like people are trying to be a lot more honest and truthful with things. Like, as much as I'm not a big fan of Charlemagne, like, I I actually like Charlemagne a little bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's honest most of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he's he he's honest in how he feels about things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, I like to have you can't those... take somebody's opinion as being fact. No. But it's their opinion. And you exactly. You try to see if they're consistent with their opinion. Right. Um, yeah, Charlemagne's pretty consistent. So 
And at the same time, like, I don't mind people changing their minds and shit like that. But at the, because I change my mind all the time. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, but anyway, back to music. Uh, also, I, I kind of wanted to uh, talk about this NERD <coughs> album. Too. Oh, yeah. Uh, no One Re- Ever Really Dies. Ever Really Dies. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm, we're going to go through this really quickly uh, because that came out a while ago. I loved that Lemon record, and we have spoke about that Lemon record. Oh, on yeah, with the, the video and then with Rihanna. Yeah. Um, but it's good. This album was a classic nerd album, to be honest. Like, the sounds and everything, it sounded exactly almost like, you know, when I fell in love with scene sounds. Huh. It sounded like, uh, it sounded like a nerd album. Um, some songs, I think, were a stretch. They did, they, they just... <laughs> I feel like a lot of things they were just like pushing boundaries or trying to push them, and some worked, some didn't. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. I never really liked Nerd. Really? I liked Pharrell. I liked Neptunes. Um, That's crazy because like was your never, band was. I was never a Nerd fan. They were always a little bit too too out there for me. You know, like, mm. there were always a few songs that I liked, a few mm-hmm. singles that I was into, but when it came to a nerd album, I would not put a nerd album on and play it. I was I not would. that guy. Seeing Sounds was my shit, though. I don't know why. I was way more into, like, rap at the time. Yeah. Than this weird... The weird shit. Weird shit. You know, I actually kind of figured out that I'm not into a lot of weird shit either, which is interesting because I, like, Weird jazz, but I don't like weird. You don't like, like weird hip hop, or like you know what I mean. You like, don't like Danny Brown, exactly. I don't like weird. You know what I mean. I don't know. It's but weird. I've I, I've changed over the years, so I've I've become more into weird as mm-hmm. I've gotten older. But yeah, when that when that you know nerd shit came out back in the day, no, I was I was in the Neptunes for sure. So the Neptunes are just so, so now you have to explain to me. <laughs> I'm Neptunes just gonna be completely is honest. Just, it's just Pharrell and, and Chad. Chad. Production, and production wise. wise. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. They're just the production. NRD is just the group with NRD is with, where they have the live musicians. The black dude. And there's the other guy <laughs> whose name I'm so sorry I don't remember your name. Yeah, exactly. But that's why when you're standing next to Pharrell and Chad, you're just the other guy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I don't think he really made himself anybody. It's anyway, fine. So. You're, you've got more money than me. You're, exactly. You'll, you'll be okay. Right. It's I think just, be good. I don't remember your name. I apologize. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I was, you know, I had to read up on Earth a little bit. You know, they they pretty much formed and they made a bunch of songs and realized, oh shit, I kind of want to do these songs live. Mm-hmm. So they learned instruments like when they were, after they did their first album to perform the music they mm-hmm. had recorded. So, didn't know you know, that. They, they, they like, evolved as they kind of grew as a, as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as, as musicians, not just as, like, as, like, you know, beat makers or songwriters, but as actual musicians, they grew. Yeah. Um, so, it is kind of cool, you know, to hear, remember some of the earlier nerd songs I didn't like and then kind of hear this project now. And, you know, I don't hate it. And there's some songs there that I really like, mm-hmm. you know, um... I actually really enjoy Pharrell's uh, Girl album. Yeah, you did. I think that came out last year or the year before? I think it was 2000. I think it was the year before. I really enjoyed it. Like, I thought it was really cohesive. Um, I thought there were some really good songs on there. 
Um, I think it really showcased Pharrell as not just... 2014. Interesting. Not just as a producer, but as a, as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he really put together a full project of songs um, that were cohesive around a theme. And so I feel like this Nerd album, I had to go back to that album because that was probably the closest thing I could think of because mm-hmm. I didn't really know much N.E.R.D., you know? Yeah. Um, but in hearing this compared to Girl, it felt like on this one, Pharrell was just having more fun. Yeah, that's like, why I say that. Like, I think, Pharrell was just out. He was just, there was like, let's just try this but shit. But I think that's what they do as a group is that they just try weird sounds, weird things together and figure out how to make them work. You know what I mean? So um, that I kind of appreciate. Uh, I love the songs like Don't Do It. Um, Deep Down, Body Thirst is kind of like the epitome of nerd, like how they... They they actually like. I don't know. It's just like it just sounds like how they create. And then uh, ESP was probably a, a a close like favorite for mine as well. Yeah, that beat change, man. Yeah. At the end when it switches up, it's mm-hmm. just it's just so hard. Yeah. <clears throat> um. And then on voila, uh, voila, whatever. Voila with Gucci, Gucci Mane, and Wale. We did not need Wale or that beat change at all. I don't know what that was at the end. That whole thing, to just you could have cut that shit off. I liked Gucci though. I thought Gucci, no, Gucci fit st- really well. Like it yeah. sounded great. I'm talking about that whole breakdown <clears throat> with with Wale and he's singing like Wale, stop singing. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm trying to be in your corner. I'm trying to be your fan, and you making it hard as fuck for it's a nigga to be your fan. Line. <laughs> like no, you can't sing, bro. Like trying. you know that. No, you know that and, you can't and, sing. And you're it the Wale me. fan. I'm I all, am. I already gave I'm up. I'm hanging on, on by a motherfucking I already gave thread. Up. I already let go. I already I'm hanging let go. on by a thread now. You lost me. It sucks. I'm hanging on by a thread. It sucks that I'm doing that, and he's not helping me with my fucking argument on how I want to continue to be a fan of his. <laughs> he was my first favorite rapper that I actually wanted to like actually focus on. And then I but, found Kendrick. Then you did. No, I have found other... I actually fell off of Wale before Kendrick. But anyway, that's all I'm saying. Um, MI's feature on Kites was not needed as well. Um, I, kite, dude, Kites in general. Was not a... I love Kendrick and all, but it's like... It just seemed like a weird ass. It's... I feel like both features were added to that song because they're like, all right, let's... How can we make this song more epic? Let's yeah, just this get whole some fucking out project was a feature heavy though. Yeah, it was. I mean, a lot of the other features though. I feel like Kites kind of epitomized the. Let's just throw some features on here to make the song longer. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there wasn't that much going on in the song. It yeah. was like, okay, let's throw Kendrick in on here. Yeah. Okay, let's throw this MIA thing at the end of it. Like, ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, it's weird. I mean, dude, like lifting you. Mm-hmm. Again, I feel like Pharrell should have given that song to somebody else. It was just a little too much. <laughs> All right. It was a well, too much. Overall, I thought the album wasn't bad. I listened to it a couple of times and I actually enjoyed it. I could, I can still listen to it all the way through. I'm not sure if it's got replay value for me. Like if I'm gonna go back to it. I mean, I probably won't go back to it, but I'll go back to Lemon. It wasn't terrible. I mean, yeah, Lemon. I've gone back to Lemon a couple of times. Lemon is so bouncy. And don't do it. It, it. I love don't do it. Um, yeah. The only thing I, I guess my 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 qualm with don't do it 
is that the lyrical content is so much different than what it is sonically. Sonically, it's very happy, very bouncy. But you're talking about Don't Shoot Me. And I'm pretty sure they did that on purpose, but I'm not sure if I like the fact that they did that. As a listener, like, to me, I don't want to be happy talking about Don't Do It, Don't Shoot Me, you know? <laughs> don't shoot me, I don't want to die today, Mr. Police Officer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't think I like that. But it makes sense. You know, you know it definitely Pharrell, makes sense. Kendrick, they just did it again. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, another song that uh, I'd like to bring up. Bruno Mars featuring Cardi B. Finesse. Oh, my God. So, <clears throat> Cardi B can't lose. She can't. You know, this... If you thought she was going to be a one-hit wonder, one Your and ass done... wrong. You, you were dead wrong. I mean, her features have been on point. Um, her Even her second single doesn't suck. What, uh, Bartier Cardi? Bartier Cardi doesn't suck. I don't like that song at all. Oh, it doesn't suck. It's not It's not a flopper either. Come and party with Bartier. Bartier and Bartier. But put, add that to the catalog like of everything right, well, else to be honest. That, she's, that she's put out. Mm-hmm. It fits and it still touches in that lane that she's been succeeding in. It's that like super ratchet, just... Kind of party music. Yeah. I still good. appreciate her, but I don't like that song. And then Finesse, man. Finesse is my shit. Man. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. So, Ugh. I will talk about one thing. Uh, no ID was in the studio. And we figured out, well, I figured out, and I was pretty um, happy about it, that I figured out that uh, the sample for it. And we all agree in the studio that something's going to happen in regards to this sample. Now, have you have you listened to that song, Finesse? Yes. Have you listened to Michael Jackson, Remember the Time? Ooh. Hey! I'm sorry, I shouldn't even brought up no ID. I don't even know why I did that. I feel like I wanted to flex for a second, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but like, so I... Name fig- dropper. I know, right? Drop a bomb on <laughs> Yeah, we need that that sample. Exactly. I'm gonna. I, that should be a new uh, new thing for us. Mm-hmm. All right, next time. Um, but no. <laughs> so yeah. So oh. we were all chilling and we were talking about that song, and we were talking about how Bruno Mars is basically carbon copying like everything that like New Jack Swing. Yeah. Sound. Is, yeah, you yeah. know, and I mean, I I don't, and that's the fucked up part about this song is that do I like it because it's Bruno or do I like it because of that 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 sound? You know what I mean? And like he's he's executing it perfectly. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean Teddy Riley, you need a check. You know what I mean? Like everybody that fucking made New Jack swing, like you need a check. And now, I feel like the Michael Jackson estate is gonna go after this motherfuckers. Think? Things gonna be a. a I feel like they're gonna they're gonna wait just the same way that they did Blurred Lines. They're gonna wait till it goes all the way up at the top, see how much money that motherfucker makes. And then as, as it starts to decline, be like, hey, let me get a part of that. Let me get a piece of that. So uh, you heard it here first. If that happens, you heard it here first. Man. I fucking predicted that. Happen. But that's if you listen to, it's it's basically almost a carbon copy. If you listen to Remember the Time and then you listen to Finesse, you can hear the the, the same like um, keys being played. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
It's crazy. But it's um, I mean, it's it's a great song. I still fuck. I still jam to that song. And Cardi B looks fire as hell as like a '90s fucking. She does. You know what I mean? Like she, she looked cute as hell. Like I was like, oh my she god, does. that whole video was dope. She's she's the trap Selena. She is. She's totally the trap Selena. <laughs> that is exactly who she is. I love it. She's hella I 90s love with the it. hoops and the, you know, it, and exactly. the, and the, the and colorful. Me, it, it's 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 perfect. Right. I mean, I I even like how they mixed her on that song. Yeah. How they brought her down a little bit, like oh, a little no, bit. You're a little too loud. Let's turn you down mm-hmm. a little bit. But it fits right in the pocket. Right. It sounds good. I like it. I love her flow too. Like yeah. it's an old school flow. Can't tell me nothing, 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 nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh god, it was so great. It, it feels it's good. great. It was good. Um, but yeah, that's that was that was something. Let's talk about some new shit. Um, did you hear about how Bow Wow fucked up already? No, what happened? With so Bow he wow? already had another fucking. Uh, Starting off, he's good at starting years off wrong. Right. So uh, apparently for New Year's, whatever, he was like, I'm at my house. I don't need to go out. Look at me. Look at me. But he wasn't at his house. He was was at the So-So Deaf. At at Airbnb or something? Nah, he was at the So-So Deaf uh, studio. And the reason why people were able to tell is because there were other people at the party that were Snapchatting Snapchatting shit, and they had their location services on. This is like, nigga, why? Why do you keep doing this to yourself? Now... Argument. Why, why would he do that? Oh, he's saying he's home. Like, he's at so, so dead. Exactly. Oh, That's the argument that I would I would say. I'm home. I'm s- not at home. To be honest, I read that one article, and I was like, moving on. <laughs> like, so I'm not sure if he came back and, and said, like, oh, this is my home. Like, so that's my studio. Like, I'm that's my dad. You know what I mean? Fuck it. But I don't know. Whatever. Well, I mean... On some on some other news, starting the year off right, mm-hmm. um, I think we definitely talked about this on the the year end roundup is uh, recap, drug yeah. use, you know, drug oh, yeah, use in, yeah, yeah. in, in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we got. I don't know if you guys know. There's a crazy looking. I guess it's not crazy looking. It's just normal looking now. This is what fucked all, up. It's, nah, it's, this... it's 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 what all the new rappers look like now right, with face tattoos and all this craziness. But this guy named Lil Zans um, is changing his name to Diego. What? He's changing it to Diego? To Diego, because th- that's his actual name. Oh. Um, Isn't he a little... Is he white? He's white, yes. He's a whitey. So whitey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just said it like You're that. half whitey. I don't, that's why I felt like I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's but, Mexican. Is he Mexican? He looks white to me. He's a rapper of Mexican descent. He looks white. I just looked at his Wikipedia. I guess his name is Diego for a reason, right? I mean, um, I didn't want to fucking stereotype, but so there you go. he's going by Diego. Has he ever used the N-word in his shit? No, I've never heard him use the N-word. I have actually never listened to his music, so I don't... I saw... I heard one song and saw one video. Oh. It wasn't very Wait, cool. is Little Zan... Does he do that song called Designer? No. Designer is done by... Lil Pump? Lil Pump. No. Oh, fuck. I get them all confused. Yeah. No, they're all Lil's. But he's no longer Lil Xan. He's no longer promoting he's drugs. He's Diego. Well, good job, Diego. So, now, no more drugs. No more you... drugs. Now, what are we going to do about your face? You can't do anything about that. Sorry. I mean, his face is already fucked up. But he's giving up Zans. That's good. That's great. 
More people need to give up. Drugs. So is he gonna change his like Instagram handles and shit? Cause his it says both. And his and uh like his Twitter. It says both. Well, like his at is well, Lil Xan fuck you fuck your bitch. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is Zanxiety. Well, so I'm wondering yeah. if he's gonna change that shit, but you know, we'll see. It's cool. I'm old. You're young. I don't get it, and that's it. Also Next. Do <laughs> What'd you say? I also don't do Xanax. Exactly. I don't do drugs. Uh, I, I mean, I drink alcohol, but whatever. And I don't care about weed. I think everyone should smoke weed every now and then. Xanax. Or at least try it. Anyway, um, what is next on our fucking list? Oh, did you hear about this shit about um, the H&M shit? Fuck it. Let's talk about that. Oh, my God. The little, little, little boy. Little kid. So, if you guys haven't heard, this little kid, um, if you haven't heard, you you really don't pay attention to black people. <laughs> or or with, the news. Or the news, exactly. Or black um, people in the news. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this little kid uh, posed for a European H&M, uh, 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 what is it? He's a model. Advertisement. There you go. Model, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For for a sweatshirt that said uh, "Coolest Monkey in the Jungle." He's a cool monkey. The and coolest. Apparently, there's nobody. Uh, this is what everyone's saying on on Twitter and Instagram and shit. There's no color in the boardroom. How did we miss this? Um, and to be honest, let's see. How how did you feel about it? Did you feel like it was insensitive? Did you feel like it was racist? Like, well, you just gave me new information. I didn't yeah. realize it was a European publication. It was a European. Which, so it was, uh, so H&M, um, it wasn't being sold, I guess, in the States. It was It was something that was going on uh, overseas. At least that's what mine, what I've, excuse me, burping from the beer. Um, that's what I uh, have gathered from because what I've that's, read. That's different. Um, and what mm-hmm. I mean by different is, I don't know what terms are used in other countries to describe black people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that vision of a black person being a monkey is something mm-hmm. that's American racist right. or if it's international racist. Right. I honestly can't speak on that. I can't either. But, but, but as an American, mm-hmm. yes. that's terrible. It's very terrible. And I remember reading that this kid's mother was defending it. Saying oh, it wasn't racist. I I, you're giving me new information now. Yeah, so the mom posted... Saying, I don't know what what's a big deal. My son wore a bunch of shirts that day. Like, it's not that big a deal. So she, I wonder if she is your, if they are European, because I'm not, I'm not sure about it. All I'm sure about is that this was a sweatshirt that was only, or like this advertisement for the sweatshirt or this product was only available in Europe. So I mean, correct us if we're wrong, craters, but that's what I, I that's what I gathered. Um, still, right? It's still kind of it's still fucked up. Re- regardless, mm-hmm. it's a black boy. I mean, you got him in a shirt, calling him a monkey. Just, just you know what? Just, just put a little white kid in that shirt. And yeah. everything will be fine. No one will say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's 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 got to be so gray, like like. Whether it's black or white or not, that is, at best, gray. Giving you the benefit of the doubt, it's gray. 
And the fact... What do you mean by that? What I mean by gray is... It's controversial. Whether it's right or wrong, it's, 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 still, it's still controversial. Right. So... You should avoid it. You should just avoid it. Just right. say, well, well, let's just err on the side of caution here. And they didn't. They were mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck it, let's go. Run, run with it. Well, that's what I'm thinking, is that, like, was there anybody there with any type of notion or... or? You think it was just straight ignorance? They just I don't know. Didn't. But if it is straight ignorance, it's, it's horrible. There was nobody... No person of color. No one, not even person of color. Nobody that's even culturally aware. Well, if you're the only culturally aware person in the room, and everyone else is like you, they're all white. Uh huh. If everyone in there's white, and you're the one white person that says speaks up in a room, you're like, well, does does anyone have any objections? And you look around the room, and nobody says says anything. What are you gonna say? Are you gonna be the one person in the room that's like, hello, this is racist? You're just gonna be like. Okay, fine, let's go. Next. Yeah. So it's it, it's a cultural thing, and it's because there, there's not more than one person of color in the room. Yeah. You don't want to be an Uncle Tom either. Like, like one person that's like, oh, I'm the one black person. You can't do that because it's racist. You, you probably got to that room for a reason. You, you did some Uncle Tom shit You to probably get to that. got to that room for a reason. Nobody can get to those rooms without doing sacrificing something. I mean, come on. Is that what you're saying? Okay. I'm, I'm just just I'm just saying. If you're in that, that makes room, sense. I mean, that's a good argument. You're in that room, yo. You didn't get there all based you, on You your, didn't get there being Colin Kaepernick. No, you didn't. <laughs> no. Definitely not. <laughs> you didn't. Mm. I don't mm. know. I just feel like it's 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 cool to see like the solidarity that comes behind it. Like yeah, everybody, you know what I mean. That was cool. I mean, um, the whole internet, you know, loves liking stuff and but I also when he posts up, it's great. But in like in the climate that we're in right now, I always feel like you know, why are you really mad at it? Are you mad because everybody else is mad? Are you mad just because it came out? Like, how are you? Like, I I just get super skeptical about about shit and, and like people's um people's intentions motives. and yeah. motives. You know what I mean? Like, especially like <laughs> fucking. Uh, LeBron James was like, he's a king, and da-da-da, blah, 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 fucking blah. And it's like, I feel like people hop on these bandwagons, hop on these things way too quickly without knowing all the fucking facts about shit. Not to say that this was something that he shouldn't have hopped on, but at the same time, it's just like, let's, let's, let's figure this out. Let's think about this. Nobody thinks before they speak anymore. People just speak because they want to be the first one to speak. You want to be the first one to speak, and, and it is trendy. You know, it's... <clears throat> mm. Like we had talked about before with with the Black Panther movie, we're gonna start seeing more black led, you know, TV shows and I love it. Uh, I mean, there's that's already happening because it's becoming speaking financially advantageous to these right. companies. Speaking of black shows, have you seen the shot yet? I've not. You have to watch that. The first episode is free on YouTube, Showtime, whatever. That first episode was really good. It, it's you've watched the the wire, right? I saw them filming it by my house when I yeah. was in on a, off a color team. Yeah. Okay, I got stopped. I was like, I was walking to the train. And someone was like, <laughs> "You can't see me now." But they put their hand up and they put their finger to their lips and told me to shut up because they were filming a scene. Yeah, well, that I th- to be honest, like it's it's super dope. Lena Waith is uh producing it mm. and. The one thing I think they got wrong is uh, nobody has accents. 
Like nobody has a Chicago oh, accent. But, but like Southern accent. Yeah, with that like five shot, you know what I mean? Really? But that but everything else is great. The accent is key though. Yeah, it, it, to me it's key. From being a, as being an outsider coming into this city and yeah. and meeting some of these people from the South Side or West Side, like and me like actually adapting that I whenever I say like side or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> or five or whatever. Like I've I've actually kind of adopted that that um accent in a small, small, small way. Um I think that's an important thing because I feel like nobody speaks the way that Chicago Southside and West Side Chicagoans, Chicagans, Chicago Chicagans, Chicagans uh speak. So but anyway, I think you should you should definitely check, check it, it out. out. Everybody should check check it out. It's a great fucking show. But yeah, speaking of black shit, like a lot of black people are getting the, like there's grownish now because there's blackish, so now there's gonna be a show called grownish. There's a show um, that Lena Waithe, of course, uh, is doing the shy insecure. Right, insecure. That's the insecure one. is is on their third season, and she's also producing two other black shows. Yeah. One that's supposed to be something for like these teenage um, black people, and like a, it's kind of like a nine hundred two one zero, but black side. Okay. Um, and some other show, I forget the, what the other Spike show is. Spike Lee has this show on Netflix. She's got to have it. I'll, She's I'll, have guess it. what? That shit is fucking horrible. Oh. I watched the first episode. Sucked ass. Oh, I didn't watch it. I might have to watch one more episode just to see. But right. it's the it's like the acting on it is not that good. It's like you're you're forcing whatever the fuck you're doing. But yeah. that's that's great. You can have a black show and not like it. You don't have to like it, yeah, right? Exactly. I don't, yeah, I don't watch that one. I watch the other one because it's the good one. Mm-hmm. Instead of just having the one show. The or, shy is good. Oh, there used to be more black shows. Do you remember UPN? Yeah. UPN had a whole mm-hmm. bunch of black shows. They, I mean, they living really singles on fucking Hulu now. Damn, the old school. Yeah, because we are living. Check, check, check it out. Single. Ooh, in the 90s kind of world. Okay. I'm glad I got my... Keep your head up. What? Keep your head up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Old school um, shit. That was based in the shy, too. Yeah. What's up? Oh, sorry. I'm looking at our list of things that what? we can talk about. What? we forget? Yo, we have to talk oh, we about forget. this. This is going to take some time, probably. Oh, we possibly. forget. Lupe Fiasco versus oh! Kendrick Lamar. Oh, we have to talk about this. So this is insane, fucking insane. As a fan of both, it hurts my soul. Oh, hurt me soul. Yeah, it's a mm. Lupe reference. I got you. Hey, uh, hurts me soul. So, in case you guys don't know exactly what happened, um, yeah, let's go through it. It started out with a tweet with Lupe was upset at the artwork from the Kendrick Scissor song. All the stars. All the stars from the soundtrack uh, for Black Panther. Right. And he sent out a text saying, oh, or a tweet saying, oh, I guess I got to change my cover art Mm -hmm. because it looked a lot like an alternative cover for an album that was already released. Mm -hmm. Which, to me, already makes it a stretch because... It's an alternative artwork for an already released album. So the album art's already out, and it's not what you're claiming it is. Mm-hmm. It's some alternative work that I think you put out one point way, way back, and I had never seen it before. Right. 
Right. So anyway, and then he starts going through, Lupe goes through and starts listing other things that this person or these people have copied from him. Um, he tweeted out about a, a, a black album cover because mm-hmm. he had a black album cover. And I guess he was referring to um, Lupe's Untitled Unmastered. Yeah, that's apparently, but I don't get it. But go ahead. Um, he was talking about um, the other album art. Um, and he said that Kendrick Lamar is not a top-tier lyricist. Yeah, that hurt my soul. That's he what, said that's what he doesn't have double entendres. And, you know, he tells good stories, but his wordplay is not up to par with some of the best. Remind me to talk to you about something off mic. After this, but yeah, go ahead. It's cool. I'm going to keep it in. I'm not editing shit from this fucking podcast. Great. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, it's going to um, be a great one. Don't worry about it. But yeah. So what's crazy to me about this whole thing is because I remember when I first heard about Kendrick Lamar. It yeah. was when... Oh, see? <clears throat> I was thinking about that too. Go it ahead. was when Swimming Pools came out. Or no, mm-hmm. it wasn't even Swimming Pools. It was uh, The Recipe came out. Yes. I was like, oh, shit, this dude's dope. And I went back and I listened to Section 80. Mm -hmm. And then, actually, Ty got some tickets to a show out here in Chicago for Kendrick. Right. And so we went to this show. I believe it was at the Congress Theater. It was a shitty... If you're from Chicago, you know. It's a shitty theater. Floors are sticky. But, you know, you get a real intimate vibe in there. Um, And I remember being in there with Kendrick and feeling like I had missed a wave. Mm Mm-hmm. Because everybody in there was hella hip-hop, and they all knew all the words to every single song he did, whether it was from Section 80 or um, I'm Overly Dedicated. They knew everything. Right. Um, And then, you know, halfway through the show, Lupe Fiasco comes out. Mm -hmm. He comes out on stage. And he's talking about, like, hey, y'all, what up, Sha? You know, he does, like, a little quick little freestyle, and the crowd goes fucking crazy. I mean, it's fucking Lupe in Chicago at a Kendrick show. It's apparently a hip-hop show because these motherfuckers know every word. So these are are hip-hoppers, you know? Um, And Lupe goes on and he goes, uh, yo, I just need y'all to know that this guy Kendrick is one of the next biggest things coming out. I'm passing on the torch to him because he's like the next big thing coming. Mm -hmm. And he, they... Shook hands, they hugged, they embraced on stage. This is around the and same time. He gave him a blessing. Right. This is around the same time that like Snoop and all them did did that shit too. I think yes. it was actually before that. It may have been. I think it was. Um But it was know, around that time. I don't have the exact date of yeah, this show because it's in my memory, but it it's it was roughly around that time. So I'm guessing this is probably around 2000, probably 13, 14. <clears throat> um so it's funny that. When Kendrick was early on and he was not super well-known when he was on the up-and-up, you know, Lupe was giving him props. And now that he's completely surpassed Lupe's potential and become the biggest thing, now Lupe's trying to hate, so... That's what you feel? That's what it feels like to me. That's what it feels like to me. It feels like hate. But if if we're being completely honest, there's a lot of things that he's got a great argument for. I think the the Backwards album thing, that's a great... Backwards album was another one, yeah. Yeah, the Backwards al- album thing is a very... It's a um, stretch. It's not a stretch to me. Tetsuo and Youth 
was meant to be played forward and backwards, and the fact that Dan was meant to be played forward and backwards. I was a huge fan of Touch You. I Me did too. Not, I do not remember that being a thing of you I being remember able it being to a play thing. it forward and back. I remember reading about it after listening, after we even like talked about that album. I remember reading I, about it. I knew it was broken up into seasons. Yeah. But I remember them saying that this, I remember a lot of people saying that that was an album to be played forward and backward. That's just my thing. But I understand. Uh, you might not have, like, it might not have crossed your don't desk. Remember. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> yeah. And, and if I did, I would I would be like, oh, yeah, I remember yeah. shit. But I think that's that's one thing. And then um, the Black Album thing, I think, is a stretch. Um, if you're talking about Untitled and Unmastered being green and yours is fucking black, like, that's a stretch. Um, his album art and All the Stars' album art, they look similar, but I've never seen that al- album I've art. Never, right, that's the thing. I don't know so where. So maybe, but the, things circulate <clears throat> behind the scenes. Right. So maybe that happened. There's... But um, what else did he fucking say? I don't remember what else he said. It just seems. I think he. I it mean, sounds. It makes. Oh, he was. Also, he was also about ninjas too. He was mad that, because 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 uh. He's been doing samurai shit. Okay. Yes. Yes, Lupe. You've been doing your samurai shit. But Kung Fu Kenny already said where it came from. Mm-hmm. It came from uh, Don Chella's character. Don Cheadle. Don, what the fuck you say his name? Cheadle. Cheadle? Mm-hmm. He's black. He needs to have a better name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don Cheadle. Let the jokes fly. <laughs> okay. Don yeah. Don Cheadle. Uh-huh. Uh, his character from what? Was it Rush Hour? Yeah. Yeah, it was Rush Hour. But he... So Kung Fu Kenny is a... It's from a movie. A character Derives from a movie. From not from you, Lupe. Like, what? You're the only one who can be like, okay, Lupe, you invented ninja. Right. You were the first ninja. And then you have claimed like, to all ninjas. Has... How about Wu-Tang? Wu-Tang's right. been doing ninja shit for forever. So, you, so you what? You took that from, from fucking Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang? Like, it's... No, dude. It's bullshit. So yeah, that's a stretch as well. The only thing that I don't think is a stretch is the backwards forward thing. Just because I know people were saying. But I also feel like that's not something that you don't do. You know, like, I feel like that's... People come up with concepts for albums all the time. Um, I mean, we, we still haven't Luke, touched on a big one. Oh, which one? Him saying that Kendrick is lacking. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even going to get to that just yet. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, we could talk about it. I think that... Now, that, I think, is hate. Like, how are you going to king this motherfucker years ago and then all of a sudden say he's not a top-tier lyricist? I think that's that's bullshit. Like you are just you're just salty for some reason I don't know why, and maybe you just need to drop the album that's supposed to be about black people in Atlantis that you stole from uh, that Afro fucking podcast that your your wife sent us. Fucking forget I don't remember the name of it. It's from uh, my All American Life. Yeah, my my yeah my All American Life. He may not have stole it from that, but. He is clearly it's influenced. Is, yeah, but it's influenced by all of the funk shit. This American life. This American this life. American. There you go. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. I just think. I think that's a stretch. I think uh, Lupe's probably just got like a chip on his shoulder, and he's saying something. I don't. I don't get it. But there's not. There's more than one person that feels that Kendrick Lamar is biting and shit like that. There's a lot of people that feel that way. I mean, when you're on top, people are always <clears> gonna say that. 
People are always gonna. I mean, but we also say that shit about Drake. No. Yes. It's but. Okay. But there's but. That's different. How is it different? We have people to make sure are that we... saying that. What the the problem with Drake was not even that he was biting flows mm-hmm. or biting styles. It was that he was literally biting verses. Got you. That there were reference tracks of people doing verses that he later recorded as his own. Mm-hmm. That was the problem. You know, people borrow flows all the time. People, you know, steal content all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, or are influenced by people's content, you know? Um, so it's it's really hard to say this person bit this or this person bit this. That's why Drake is not even in the conversation. because that, that, That's completely different. Mm-hmm. But so I guess for Kendrick, it's uh, a different conversation because there's actual um, evidence or documentation to where we can trace back what his influence was, I guess you could say, for certain things. Well, yeah, and and <clears throat> and you're not just seeing he this person did this, Kendrick did that, but just his way. You right. know, it's it's you can see He didn't completely bite the whole thing. He no. at least he was you can see he was influenced, he was but influenced, he did it. But he didn't copy. Right. It's not it wasn't a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's Lupe is trying to create buzz because he's yeah. probably dropping this album soon. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he says some crazy shit, man. I'd like to have a conversation with Lupe. That would be an interesting conversation. I'd like to know, like, why he feels that way and if he understands the contradiction that he's he's just, you know, I wonder if he said. even remembers that, what he did said mm-hmm. six years ago. I'm sure he does. I'm Five sure somebody years. must have said something. Twitter and the internet, don't forget. So, somebody must have said something. It's interesting, man. Yeah. Anyway, well, that is all we've got. You guys got anything? Crickets. Crickets. I'm waiting. Nothing? (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we've got some great things coming for you guys this year. Um, We're going to try and get a soundboard. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like with some actual sounds. Yeah, I'm gonna figure that out. So the next episode, I know we've been saying some shit, but I, I hopefully the next episode I'll have that soundboard figured out for you guys. You know, um, hopefully the next episode we'll, we'll figure out the coughs and you know maybe get some structure going for this thing. I don't know. We'll just we'll, or maybe we'll, we'll just, just fucking do this. Maybe we'll just fucking have a conversation. Like I haven't seen my cousin in weeks. And this was pretty refreshing, you know what I mean? Maybe we should just do that, not see each other and just talk. Oh, my God. Nah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I love you too much, man. I need to see you, bro. Aww. Anyway, um, you guys can follow us, like us, and uh, subscribe to us on everything like iTunes, Instagram, the website. Just fucking Google us at... Through the Crate. And I feel like we're just going to end it right here. Let's see if, like, you know what? Let's see if we can... Nah, fuck it. I had an idea. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to okay. say it off mic. Next anyway, time. Next time. Yeah, next time, next time. And we are out this motherfucks. Deuces.